beating that beautiful Asprana baby in Gran Canaria. Yo, 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 Jinko Jam. Guaraguaraman. What is going on, everybody? Jinko Jam here with Ivan, Ivo, and Alex. This is brought to you by Mobility Today, where we share, explore, and grow. Tune in the frequency, man. Hi, and welcome to the third episode of Jungle Jam, where today we're gonna share a secret to you how to make money out of Erasmus. Ooh, right? Good <laughs> joke, good joke, Ivo. <laughs> the secret sauce. <laughs> Maybe Best it's not joke ever. Else. 10 out of 10. No, we're gonna discuss we're gonna discuss the history of Erasmus. We're gonna give you a little bit of overview. Then we're gonna talk about the perks, the benefits, the minuses, some critics. And we're gonna share personal experience. Yeah, yeah. we have some. Yeah? But okay, well, let's let's, <laughs> let's jump right, let's right jump in. into it. Who who would want to go first with the history of Erasmus? Well, recently we had a birthday. It was last year, 2017. It was 2017. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Erasmus! Happy birthday, man! <laughs> it was actually uh, when Erasmus uh, had the 30th university. I forgot his name, uh, family name. But uh, he was this, like, the serious? Yeah, the serious Erasmus. Exactly this guy. The man. program was named after this guy. Yeah, he was a philosopher. Do you know why? Explorer of the world. Yeah. That's that's the reason why. That's the reason that's why. The reason why. Maybe because he's a Catholic. Anyway. But, but yeah, I just want to say that <laughs> he wasn't the guy specifically who made Erasmus the program. Like he lived in like 16th century or See, something like that. Yes. The guy who I mean one of the fathers of the Erasmus, the program itself, is called Alan Smith. From the uh, European Commission? From, from the European Commission. I don't know who else is there, but he was one of the fathers. And as I know, it was a game of letters. That's how they came up with the term. And Erasmus is an abbreviator of something, right? Acronym, yeah. Acronym. What, what is it an, what what, is it an what acronym? What does it stand for? Does Erasmus, it actually stands for European Region Action Scheme for Mobility of University Students. Wow, awesome. that's a great. Really <laughs> long very, I'm kind of confused, guys. <laughs> I'm super confused. Like, <laughs> I think I think we should mention that during the years, the name the, the name has changed a couple of times. I think yeah. at least at least three. Yeah, I think it was the, four. Like yes. the Erasmus Plus was actually it's the fourth name given. That's the last one. Yeah, the it's last the last one. one since 2014, and it's interesting that 30 percent of actually the participants of the whole key actions of Erasmus Plus are actually coming from a place with lesser opportunities. Like, what do you think about these guys? From the lesser opportunities? Yeah, because in my opinion, like it should be the other way around because we've checked this, like the most people going to Erasmus um, programs and to mobilities which mobility literally means like intercultural exchanges are from Spain. They're from Spain and uh, for followed by Germany, France, and Italy. Which, if you think about it, are one of the most de like they're de very developed, developed countries. Developed yeah, countries. they're developed countries. And I don't know where from from where these thirty percent coming. But the point is that uh, the European Union should give more opportunities to the I people think who don't have it. Um, yeah, they. I think that there are such opportunities, but the thing is, they can show them the door, but they cannot make them to go to the door, right? Do you know what is, I think, uh, a main issue? Uh, the grants which Erasmus gives the students. Because if you're from a, from a like a poor family or a family that has not got not that good social status, 
I mean, the grants is not enough to cover yeah, the full expenses of the exchange. It covers basically um, your rent um, and uh, the transportation. Yeah, I think like this is a good point because coming from like not third world countries, but most of the countries in Eastern Europe, such as Bulgaria, where we are from, it's like a second third world country. And the point is that we're coming from a like a lesser economical background with a fewer opportunities and this is one of the things that you don't have like sufficient funds to live with the Erasmus grant itself and meanwhile they're doing the best they can I mean from the things that we've seen the previous programs are progressively increasing with 40% in each period meaning that the grants are increasing in the every year of yes, yes. the given program but yes. as well as like when they have like a new program name and they change it after it runs out the, exp the expiration of the course the, the grant itself depends on the budget right depends on the budget of the commission and yeah they, they separate some like decent budget it's, so it's okay but it um, could be i'm more. expecting a bigger budget there are some speculations for the next next I step think, um i've read somewhere that the budget is increased is increased with um with 20% for from 2017 for 2018 so the budget will be for 2019 sorry so the budget will be bigger next year and probably yeah, it should be maybe maybe it should be like uh, so far I think for the last three years the budget is raising with 10% from from 5 to 10% and it's actually like a slightly bigger than the inflation rate of the euro which is roughly two to three percent and this is good this is good it should be like a little over it at least it but really if you think about the grants it really depends like where you go to to study think about it if you go in denmark for example and if you go in romania like the um, the rent in romania will be probably 100 euros and in denmark will be like 300 euros and if you get grant like 700 euros you have and live in Denmark, you probably not get, not yeah, get, yeah, yeah, not get like anywhere. There right? is a difference because for a student mobility, if you go, you know, the grant is uh, served by countries. So if yes. you go to Portugal, for instance, you get, I think, 500. And if okay. you go to Romania, I think you get like 400. So it's yeah, if you difference. go to Netherlands, you have the Depending full grant. Depending on the, but how much is the full grant? Depends, depends on the economic situation of the country. I don't know how much the, the full grant, but it's because it's, yeah, it's the subjective, grant, it's dependable. Yeah, it, it depends for the country you're is, coming from and the this, project itself. This is another topic because no one said, no one mentioned when was the program realized, when was the first year that the program uh, existed. 1987? Yes. Right? Exactly. 1997. So... It was like right in the ending of the Cold War and right before the Berlin Fall, Wall Falls. So why do you think why do you think they they created this like who came up with the idea and why would you create such a community? Well, what I think the the yeah the most important thing is that the community back then they wanted people citizens of the European Union to feel more European and to have a better identity. Yeah, well, I saw here uh, that there is like three general policy changes that they made during the years and one of it is like to support innovation as well as like follow fostering European cultural diversity and cultural heritage as well as promoting the European identity values which are common 
and this is creating like this is Erasmus like community which is very cool it most of it, it consists from uh, youths and students that are generally like 20 something as well as there's like programs from adults as well yes 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 but at about that time in the 1980s um, people from the community from the European Commission and the European Union they were lacking support from young the young population so they had to come up with these new creative ideas to how to attract them and to engage them that's why they created the Erasmus it was meant for cooperation and a student exchange yeah and actually mobility means literally international exchange, exchange. yes but what yeah. why why do you think they didn't make it locally for example if like people need support like support them locally why should you support them like global and what do you mean locally they no i mean the people need support right yeah like Support. Like the, the kind European of, community, kind of the European community, the European community was the, lacking okay. young okay. engagement from the young people. No, that's no, that's what I know. That's what I've read. I'm not saying that it's, I'm an expert on this topic, but what I know is that they, the young population, wasn't very engaged and very supportive. They were enthusiastic, but they wasn't they wasn't very supportive of that. So they no everything everything guys comes from the strategies that the European Union has itself. So the European Union consists generally from like this is the the general institution that have like the law the biggest power over it which is the european parliament and the european commission so the parliament sets up the european commission which general task is to execute the priorities the european parliament has discussed and has utilized therefore it comes the erasmus plus program which is founded exactly for this reason to emphasize more about the educational level and the cultural level of how the future generations are getting educated, mm, both mm. with formal and non-formal yes. types of it. Yes. Yes. So mm. yeah, different priorities change with different names, different years of the program, but due date. The program definitely evolved. The program yeah. definitely That's evolved through the years. That was going to ask. How do you think like the Erasmus program evolved so far during the years? Because Looking at the statistics, the first year when Erasmus was started, only 3,000 students participated. And now, up to, up to 2017, this number increased and up to 9 million people, which is crazy. Mm. Yeah, but 9 million people are for the, the whole duration of the program. And just for the, this year alone, for 2017, it's about quarter million people. Quarter million people. It's, yes, it's growing right. every year. So, yeah, it's it drastically increased. Why do you think recently it grows so much? Mm. Yeah, this is growing exponentially for sure. It, the best program ever run at so big scale, like the European Union. That's the most famous exchange program Yeah, in the world. And the, the most, most successful, successful as well. It, there's a lot of benefits and there's like so funny things like a lot of babies have been made, certainly after Erasmus. Erasmus on Erasmus itself. A lot of fun and parties like different people actually go for different reasons and I think like what's the perspective of young people is uh, very different from the perspective of the policymakers themselves. It, it definitely gives a different perspective because uh, a big amount of the students which go to study abroad after that they go and live in a foreign country and they start their life there. Yeah so they have gives, increased employability for sure. It this gives is one of the really big yeah, it's 44%. Mm. 
and it's I really good. That's, it's, yeah, that's correct. It should be that way. And mm, yes, and something else that I wanted to say is that you you mentioned how the program evolved. You someone asked that, and at the beginning it was the main focus of the program was you know cooperation, university cooperation, and um, cultural exchange. It still is, it still is. It's very subtle, but there was a policy shift that right now in 21st century the focus is more on a, it's more of an economic focus because there is a growing need of building a knowledge-based society right that's what the market is demanding actually I, I had some issues during my studies as an engineer i was trying to find um, a program that corresponds to my studies and it was really difficult to find to find one because of what you just said, it's more socially orientated. It's more, more of like, uh, I said knowledge based because the thing is, the key, the key focus right now is to build skills and competences so the young person can find his way in the workforce or in life and has an impact, you know, to make a positive impact, to be, to have this self-confidence to make this impact and to believe in himself. I think that's the, at least for me, that's the main focus. That's, that's the shift between the cultural focus and more of a economic focus, more of a skill-based, knowledge-based, information I agree. Focus. I agree with what you said, but what about people who study arts, who study engineering, who study science? Yeah, like they, still, they still have that, you know, because I said it's very sort of, they still have that cultural exchange. Like if you study art and you go on an exchange, I think yeah there are some priorities as we said like there's like these seven priorities and they don't like encompass like the broad age of every s scientific study that they have in the universities so the priorities are like what was it like entrepreneurship is one digital competences digital competences ICT entrepreneurship le yeah learning to learn entrepreneurship as well as multilingualism and multiculturalism with and those things are like super important so due due to these things that uh, they've set for the projects as a priorities we're actually reaping a lot of benefits and as well as i haven't said some artists and some lawyers because lawyers i think are having like the biggest issue during like erasmus exchanges because going in another country to study like um, european law on like Don't the, study law, guys. the <laughs> country's law is like going back to your country after completing the project and you haven't learned anything because you're after actually like behind time yeah 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 and it's 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 Studying not like so a different countries policy yes 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 i have a i have a good example of that uh one of my one of my colleagues from the university went to um for a semester in in london and then when she came back they didn't recognize uh her her exams there so she had to do it over over again which was which was pretty which was pretty bad experience i'm sorry they heard that i'm sorry wow so i think i think we guys i think we made some really good points on history and the overview of the program let's continue on the next stage you guys have more experience than me this is my first erasmus project due to what i mentioned the difficulty of finding um, a relative topics for erasmus so, so far so good. We're here in the in the Canarian Islands. We already mentioned that breathing Yay. that breathing that air, swimming in that beautiful ocean. 
So ripping off the benefits of Erasmus. Ripping off the benefits, basically. Here we worked on a couple of projects. We are building website. Buying drugs it's with the uh, with the money with from the, the European from society. The European anyway, <laughs> maybe, maybe, benefits. who knows? Maybe, maybe we're. Hey, not. some people do. I don't know. That's what I heard. But the thing is, like, <laughs> this is actually the third Erasmus that I'm doing, but it's different key action. So I think all falls from the category of key A1, like including the practices, the education abroad, which is the mobility of like, exactly the education. Yes. So you have, this is like the package. If you take this, for example, the Erasmus, everybody has up to, from three, up to uh, a, full, a full year. Yeah. 12 months. 12 months. Three up to 12 months. From three to 12 months, you can call it Erasmus. So you can divide all this and make like two semesters if you want in the same place or you can take like two semer semesters in different places and this is like only for bachelors if you go to masters they give you more time you can do another mobility and as well as you can do internships before or prior your bachelor degree but you gotta keep track of these 12 months that you have left because you may run out. If you've done like two semesters, education somewhere abroad, you're not uh, eligible anymore for internships. Actually, you can sign up after the masters, you can do a, a doctorate degree, and then you can use more of- uh, Yeah, lifelong life learning. That's lifelong life learning. How they it, don't they? If you don't want to go to work, this is excuse. Sit down and study. <laughs> Be an Erasmus student. Be an Erasmus for life. It's very funny because it's a nice experience. We're speaking Come about on. it like, okay, these guys are like presenting us with tremendous uh, data, like nine billion people, man. I think like from these nine billion people, half of them have went to Erasmus multiple times, and they they count them, they count the same people, man. It's not possible. They, even yeah, even if yeah. this is given like only one percent, like one percent point thirty five from the whole estimate that I've made myself of the college students and university students across European Union have participated in Erasmus exchanges. So this is a striking number. Yeah, it's a striking percent. It's like almost like nobody went. But <laughs> if you want to be in the top 1%, you better join guys. Mm -hmm. yes. And there's still a lot of Mm, things to fix. Like what, about, what about the selection? Do you face some issues with the selection of an Erasmus program? For example, a certain, uh, certain amount of, um, of grades you, you need to have, a certain amount of people we can, like that can go, and how, how did it go for you? It was a funny story for us both, because <laughs> we, we come from the same university, we're from Bulgaria, and in yeah. order to be, in order to participate in Erasmus, you have to you, you need to basically fill some admission requirements, which are you have to know the language, you have to get good grades, you have to have the certificates of English. Yeah, and you need to provide them like with some credibility that you motivational you letter know. and a recommendation from teachers. Well, for me, the most difficult thing was because I wasn't paying like that much attention about the marks that I was getting prior to my decision, and prior actually to find out that Erasmus exists at all. So I was I wasn't like that uh, assured that I w actually am going to be selected, and it was a big surprise for me. <laughs> so.
to qualify actually you just need to have like a decent grading school and for the universal like a C yeah the universal template is actually I think it, it's B it's not C well it's you B. went with C I went with C but it was almost like C and a half. C and a half, yeah, C something like that. But or yeah, maybe this, because you know the, this is maybe the people from the only office. Exception or something. This maybe. is a secret information. Yeah, this, we're <laughs> just from Bulgaria, man. Just corrupt the country. Mm. But money rules the world. <laughs> if something doesn't happen with money, you can solve the problem with more money. You know how it goes. So we we can money. talk. We can talk hours about our experience. But what we want you to get from the conversation is. What do you get when you go on Erasmus? What is the most important thing Babies. that you get? Think you, you, you can what get is a the baby? Why would, why would one go to Erasmus? Free tax. No, no, no tax. No <laughs> baby. Except this. Okay, that's the most important thing. But wha- <laughs> what else? I think for me is the transition. Because that's how I felt it when I went to Erasmus. The transition from a boy, from a to younghood, a man. to an adulthood. Because you... A real man. You become responsible. You live alone. Hey, you change, You, you travel alone. You really you change. Tra- you, you change. Yeah, you change. You Can have you new responsibilities. You meet I, new as people. As speaking right now, I'm starting to actually notice how, how much you change. From Erasmus? Yeah, man. Yeah, you you basically just, you know, go on this roller coaster. <laughs> it's like a shower, actually, man. Actually, I wanted to ask you for an example of getting responsibility. Mmm. Can you, can you give me an example? Because I can give you an example. A responsibility to find the housing because it's really tough if you go in a city like Lisbon and you don't have housing, you haven't searched. Typical for my style, I haven't prepared for housing and yeah, I go there and I need to find something. That's all I ask. That's I need to I take ask. full responsibility of where I'm gonna sleep tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so my mind needs hey, to work on If 100%. you tell the police you're an Erasmus student, they'll, they'll take care of you. But I think this is no problem. You grow as a person. It, it is, it is like a serious thing. And uh, I'm sure a lot of people have struggled with finding accommodation. But it it's, uh, depends where oh, you yeah. go. It depends on your budget. Of but course. this is part of the adventure. And it's actually a great story to tell uh, after this. But most of the, the universities and the places you go, I believe they're going to provide you with dorms as well so don't worry Ex- evil is um, i think <laughs> one of the few who search for it vagabonding <laughs> yeah but vagabonding, vagabonding yeah this is a really good book on long-term traveling and i re- personal recommend it check it i, I recommend it i haven't read it but i recommend everything from my friend by the way yes mentioning yeah, the book man. i want to tell you that everything that we uh, every source of information we use is going to be down in the in the notes so you can check go the there show notes. Check, we're check also show gonna notes. include different opportunities like youth exchanges training courses um volunteering on practices. erasmus yeah Even there's erasmus for sport do you know and practice we are on a, we are on erasmus for entrepreneurs right now yeah it's an internship but the, the program itself it's called actually yeah erasmus it's, it's about uh, raising awareness around if the you, topic of yeah if you find yourself out of money and you're still in college i think <laughs> Why don't you apply for Erasmus for entrepreneurs? Yeah, EVS <laughs> or something like this, it will get you enough time. It get you enough time to figure out what you should do with your life. And it's it's a good thing because when you go and I think to answer your question of uh, what people actually benefit the most from Erasmus mm. and everybody says that it's like the pictures of their Instagram and the followers they get, but this is fake, man. 
Fake and news. Yeah, the real thing is like the people you actually meet. And the people, not do you meet, but the people that you retain as a friend. And they after, stay in your life. Yeah, and they stay in your life. And you connect with them. Like you like maintain this relationship like online. And it, it's true for many people. Like, I don't know how the people have done it before the invention of well, a Facebook came along. But I it certainly <laughs> is way easier now than before. Mm. Have you heard the, the, the term pen friend? They were yes. They were like actually sending. They were actually mate. writing like postcards. And yeah, postcards. Man. You can imagine how. That's how, how people started. I still do it to Santa Claus. Yeah, but this this maybe is the reason why like Erasmus uh, has grown so much as a community because the Erasmus Plus like Facebook official page it has like a half a million subscribers, which is pretty good. I mean. I was expecting a little more actually because there's like 20 million students in um, Europe. This is like data from 2012. We're uh, quite a, a quite more by 2018, I believe. Anyway, the point was like there's a lot of opportunities for Erasmus students, and even if you're not like in EU country, you're coming like outside of you. It's no problem. A lot of people from Turkey are coming and from like middle east whatever even from america it's all about the different types of the programs that you have so as we said there's ECN, ebs esn there's like ka one and two and three so we'll a wise guy a wise guy once said just say yes to opportunities <laughs> sign up and go <laughs> sign up and go guys actually i want to 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 mention something we all spoke about reaping the benefits of the erasmus program what about some um, negative issues people might face for example first time first time going on erasmus what do you think people should consider or what is the thing that might stop them from going on erasmus i can go first the only negative thing that i felt going on erasmus was that the first month I felt really lonely, but then I saw this later in my life, I saw it as an opportunity to understand myself better yeah, and to grow as a person. So Damn right. I don't think I can say anything negative from my experience. Well, that's what usually I think people are seeing as a negative, which are the challenges. In fact, you can just inter <laughs> interpret them as something good, as something that is gonna raise your bar eventually, if you pass them. But it's something that uh, everybody should do, in my opinion, due to the fact that a lot of people, after they run an Erasmus program, they increase their chances of employability. And I think there was like some kind of a opinion somewhere on the web that most of the people are actually going to chase their career opportunities and to raise their skills. But other people are just going to learn about the culture and everybody has their own uh, priorities and like aims what they want to discover and it's really good but the whole point of like the negative aspects of Erasmus is like you go in a different country by yourself in the most cases like we just came here three but this is like an internship program and the challenges that people face are very common like they complain about the difference in language but I assure that English English is gonna get you like almost everywhere because the Erasmus body system like ESN is taking care of most of those times like every person oh, yeah. has like a shadow person if you can say so they speak English they they should they're required to do a, as a body mm. to join the system 
So they can help you with this. S apart from the language, you can face some issues with like managing your budget and money. But for this particular thing, if you're having some issues, we're gonna shoot a future episode about how you can manage your budgets, like cut some costs. And another thing, like some solitude, tips and yeah, tips and, tricks. tips and tricks about it. But another thing, I think like the most um, biggest challenge that big people face in Erasmus is like when they're being like alone and they, they're maybe like a little bit nostalgic about homesick, where they're coming from, homesick. Know. Yeah, but these things are easier to That's overcome. It's temporary, man. It's temporary, temporary. like just, you need to engage with uh, new things and it's the best time to create like productive habits so and it's the best time to focus on yourself so basically basically what i understood is going on erasmus and facing the problems like those problems are actually challenges which help you develop further and related to the comfort zone when you go out of your comfort zone you expand it so it's bigger Mm. Yeah, you can take more challenges and they wouldn't seem that much bigger deal and Actually, there was one thing that it was like um, a really good exercise. I just uh, Read this online and I imagine like it was like this the following thing Let's all imagine that there is no Erasmus and Erasmus never found it never existed. What is gonna happen? well there three general opportunities three outcomes that they propose and it it's actually self-evident that if there is no erasmus there is going to be a steep decrease in mobility of learners staff and international cooperation of organizations because most of the non-profit organizations are actually funding these practices uh, which are the most part of erasmus oh, second yeah. of all inequalities when it comes to access to mobility across countries and socioeconomic backgrounds and also declining quality and efficiency of mobility as a result of radical downscaling of coordinating structures. Mm, that's, yeah. that's huge. Kind of fancy. That's huge. But well, thank you for Erasmus for existing. Thank you, thank Erasmus. Thank you, Smith. We wish you, <laughs> we wish you another, another, another 30, another 60 anniversary. I hope they increase the budget so other people can, you know, buy yeah. more stuff. They're, they're actually <laughs> doing so far so good, like 40, 40%, yeah, we're gonna buy more drugs <laughs> with them. But 40% in every each program that they're running in like the mandate that they're like, so this current mandate is gonna expire after 2020 and it's the exact same time that the new program is gonna start. So it's expected that the next program is gonna raise the budget as well as 30% as the last wanted and within the pro the years of running the, the project um, they increase the budget with um, I don't know up to 10% per year so it's good like the inflation rate of the euro is le lesser than that it's up between two and three percent so it's good mm. let's let's finish with a with a little quiz about interesting facts about Erasmus do you know? Oh boy, oh boy! Do you know what is the top destination for Erasmus students? France. Like, um, is it is it uh, Chile? <laughs> France, France is a close actually. It is the UK, United Kingdom. Wow! So it's the it's the place Surprising. where where a student like go the most, and it's followed by Spain, then Germany, and 
and France. Why the UK? They hey, like an important point is actually why the why the UK? Because the UK actually there there should be like some changes recently coming because, because of the, the Brexit, Brexit thing, Brexit. and they're gonna exit the European Union as uh, most of us know. So. Uh, I thought maybe no longer of the, part of the Erasmus Plus nice uh, project. I think they're gonna exclude him from the Erasmus Plus project. Of course, there are gonna be some. We great, don't know that there might be some some like uh, another coordination. I'm I'm not sure. Yeah, there should be some projects that they're gonna um, qualify for. In for sure, there should be some uh, collaboration between the UK and the European Union after 2020. But what happened with Switzerland is that. It's not longer part of the Erasmus Plus since 2014, so perhaps mm. the same thing is gonna happen with the UK. You never know. I just we're just speculating with this. Too bad the girls from Switzerland are nice, you know. Yeah. Seeing another in another country. So good. Well, let's let's wrap it up, boys. Let's wrap it up. Any final words? Sign up and go. <laughs> Say yes to opportunities. Say yes to opportunities. Once a wise man said. <laughs> this is Ivan. Don't confuse me. <laughs> uh, it's good, guys. It's been a while, but we're gonna stay here for uh, three more months, four, and something like this. You never know. We might extend it. Stay tuned. More, more content is coming. And by the way, if you have a topic that you want us to discuss, write down in the comments, and you should have a podcast on it. Or we might also shoot a video. Who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Just the beginning. Learn to learn. Learn to learn. You're never too young to teach. teach? And you're never too old to learn. Exactly. A wise man. Who says this? Like said. I think like uh, Jim Rohn. Jim Rohn said it. I think Cristiano Ronaldo said. I think unknown. <laughs> I think it's an unknown. Aleppo <laughs> Brennan or maybe I don't know. Should Take care, like... guys. Have fun. <laughs> See you guys in the next episode. Take Bye-bye. care. Bye and one more thing guys before we let you go if you're more interested about self-improvement you can check our personal project that we do a part accesso and what's it called it's called my, my mood and my mind. mind awesome what we do there guys we best for the topics of mind body and lifestyle design we write we share our personal stories we share other experiences and don't hesitate to tell your friends connect with us